What we do here is go back, 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 back. Welcome, welcome to the Hustle Sold Separately. We are a weekly podcast dedicated to doers, creators, hustlers, entrepreneurs, innovators, CEOs, artists, people in and around the world that, as I always say, you're in your thing, you're on your vibe, you're doing things differently, you're drawing outside the lines. Every guest that comes on here will uh, confer <laughs> that that's the route to go. But uh, more importantly, you know, you guys just do different things. You do things differently. Um, you're understood. We get you. We're all the same. Um, and look, like life is not so linear, right? As um, sometimes it's been taught. And I uh, appreciate each and every one of you who have joined this journey of the podcast. For many of you guys that have been on for a long time, thank you so much. For some of you guys who are a little bit newer, I'm Matt Gottesman. I'm founder and host of this podcast, Hustle Sold Separately. And uh, you guys can definitely follow along at Matt Gottesman on Instagram for, you know, all my ventures and other things going on. You can join in the conversation on entrepreneurship and creativity and culture at HDF Magazine. And of course, you can follow at Hustle Sold Separately on Insta as well. And guys, also, I want to thank each and every one of you for all the ratings and the reviews and the comments. Uh, it really means a lot. You know, sometimes when we do things like this, we know it's going out there and we know it's being heard. But unless you guys say something back, uh, you know, it, it establishes the connection more when you do that. So we just wanted to say thank you for that. And we have another really great show today, uh, of course, because our, our guests go all in. So th this show is definitely going to be fire, uh, and I'm and I'm stoked. And we're going to be talking about, uh, okay, I'm going to say this right now. We're going to be talking about living authentically and aligning, you know, that with both your personal and your professional life. Now, obviously, we've talked about authenticity before, and we've talked about w how that, you know, comes into your messaging, how it comes into your business, how it comes into your life, your relationships, all this stuff. I know with this guest, we're going to go even deeper on these types of things because um, uh, it's the nature of who we are and we kind of rip the bandaid off of all the other bullshit that a lot of times people are kind of just tiptoeing around. <laughs> so, you know, I've got Taylor Stone on. Uh, she's an entrepreneur, founder of Inner Goddess Health. She's uh, the, a partner of a, a, a past guest that we had, Tommy Baker. Uh, as you guys know, we went all in on an hour and a half show and we, we went on a tear. So I always love when I get um, partners on first separately, and I'm hoping to have uh, then another one where they actually come on afterwards together. Uh, so, um, you know, it's going to be an exciting show. And uh, just a little bit of a background on Taylor, uh, life coach, energy healer, spiritual mentor. She's helping women make the connection of how your mind and your current belief systems influence your overall well-being right so really think about that and like how to instead reprogram your brain to manifest the life you desire um that you know we're gonna also talk about manifestation as well too uh, her and i i think once went on a tear about you know you see people go saying stuff like i'm going to manifest my ferrari and i'm gonna this like that's not really what's going on it's about um your belief systems and where you're directing your mindset and your energy and the work you are doing on a daily basis, not sitting on your couch and wishing for it like others may have you believe. <laughs> I'm keeping it very politically correct, but, um, and then she focuses on energetics and mind-body medicine, which uh, addresses all areas of life, including mindset, thoughts, emotions, stress level, dietary habits, uh, and uh, beliefs that um, uh, by raising your frequency, obviously, and, and bringing the mind and body into alignment, 
you'll permanently heal your life. Uh, and that's, by the way, both internally and externally, right? That's where true abundance is actually starting to come from, which is, in, it, it starts internally. Uh, she's a former NFL cheerleader. She attended Arizona State University, uh, which we won't hold against her, majoring in exercise. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. It's a U of A thing. I'm so sorry. Man. Uh, majoring in exercise science and health promotion, uh, as well as multiple certificates from the National Academy of Sports Medicine. So she's equipped. You know, she she attended the Institute of Integrative Nutrition to become a holistic nutritional uh, nutritionist specializing in coaching, detoxification, hormones, and overall mental and emotional well-being. By the way, thank you. Because, like, you, you went, like, through all the layers of education and investment. Right. So I have to just throw that out there real quick, you know, versus, yeah. like, I'm on Instagram and I, heal, <laughs> I healed something emotionally. I'm an Insta-fluencer. Uh, and she believes that every single body is different. Therefore, every person requires customized guidance to uh, reach true health. Her mission is to help women heal on an emotional as well as a physical level to awaken to the life that they have always dreamed of. Um, and they probably suppressed for quite some time right. as well, too. Thank you for being here, by the way. Yeah, thank you for having me and for reading my lengthy bio, which I think it's meaningful, right? Like it you is. Want, you want to know the background of the person. Again, like you just said, not just, and this is not discounting the people who are serving the world, but you want to know the background Context. that it's exactly, and that it's someone who has done the work in really all areas that they're teaching. Yeah, no, it's, well, and I, I make them longer because I, you know, A, I know you, and B, these are very serious topics that if I if I just go through it on a only a simple level sometimes I feel like people don't <clears throat> you know always understand mm -hmm. how far right. these things um, that we're ta going to talk about affect us or you know they get watered down you know this totally, you see this yeah. online you see this all the time <laughs> so um, you know the first question is always the same uh, basically you know just more context how did we get here you know, you had a very interesting life. So did Tommy. You know, so I, I want to hear about you know, your journey, you know, and then going from cheering, you know, mm -hmm. from being a cheerleader to um, really diving into like even further into your health and be like, you know what, top priority. And then watching your life start to change, you know, and, and how it's affecting others as well. So you can go as far back as you want. Some people have <laughs> gone back to birth or the Big Bang Theory. Right. <laughs> True. Somebody really did go back to the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> um, but, right. you know, uh, we'd love to hear more about your journey. Yeah. So it's funny how things come full circle. So Always. my parents were are very health driven, you know, really engulfed themselves in into meditation. Mostly my dad, um, both vegetarian. I'm not a vegetarian, just <laughs> full <laughs> disclosure. But I grew up very healthy. I grew up very health mindset, um, very conscious, I guess you could say. And then had my rebellious time all throughout high school, grew up dancing, grew up very competitive track runner, swimming. So I have that in my body and in my essence. And Went to college and decided to do exercise science as my major health promotion. So I really wanted to help to heal people. Mm. Fast forward, I decided to dance for the NFL. I danced for the Arizona Cardinals and also the Washington Redskins. Awesome. An amazing experience. You know, there's a lot of talk in the NFL cheering industry, I guess you could say, just Things that, you know, it's it's funny because I hear these things and I had nothing but great experiences yeah. and the women that I met and the grit and the grace that I developed. But I also developed a lot of hormonal issues. I also developed a lot of things that didn't serve me. And that's when I decided, you know, I really want to go back to school for nutrition. I want to learn how to heal myself first. Mm. 
and then heal other people. And so that's when I opened up my business. I first started working uh, for a company, actually Morelli Fit. You've had mm -hmm. Michael Morelli on the yeah. company. I worked for him for a little bit and then I decided, you know what, I'm gonna go out on my own. I'm gonna help do this thing on my own and heal people. And it was really soon that I started realizing that these women were dealing with their mind really sabotaging right. themselves. They they weren't connecting the mind and the body. Their stress was off the charts and just yep. their whole relationships and everything is, as you know, connected. And so that's when I started to really transition. I'm still very, of course, embodied in my health and my nutrition and it makes me feel amazing, but that's not the the you know, core of what I talk about anymore. And mm -hmm. it is raising your frequency to have that life that you desire. But it starts with the deep work. It starts with the core issues of what's going on with your life. And so since I had that realization and, and done my own research and really just learned this work, it's just been so beautiful to see it in my own evolution, to see it in clients that I coach with. And it's just been fulfilling. You know, it's it's the mindset plays in everything right. to your health, to your relationships, to your business. It's in everything. Mm -hmm. So it's an interesting step that um, we cannot avoid. Right. Not just as personal, like we redid our work, but um, in anybody that we deal with, you know, because it's like, well, I can only help your business if we actually talk about you. Right. Or I can only help your health if I talk about you. And then you start to go down this other rabbit hole of like wait what's going on here and why do you think that way and what you know and then mm -hmm. you can start to see the connection of oh that's why you don't that's why you stop short in the health or that's why you can't break this barrier in business or you can't connect with the consumer right. or whatever number of things and you're right it's it's all connected and i think that that's um where a lot of people you know miss it and with the exception of um the select few i think people who um they're just not in tune with their emotions, so right. they can stay very compartmentalized. I'm right. focusing on the money, or I'm focusing on my body, and that's it. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> but but then they run into other issues later on, right? Right. Where it's and like, yeah, and it's a disassociation, right? We've right, all had things right. to an extent from childhood, from trauma, things like that, where we just decided to shut it off. But that doesn't mean it goes away. We push down our emotions, they become trapped, and they manifest in all types of Absolutely. different ways, whether it's a dis-ease, you know, right. some type of a health issue that comes up. And, you know, for me, it's all about teaching on Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Right. And it's all about the foundation. You know, where are you at at the baseline? Where are you at to build that solid foundation? Yes. Everyone wants to get to enlightenment. Everybody wants to get to right. the top and make more money. But it's going to crumble at some point if you don't build that solid foundation. That's true. The foundation is everything. Everything. And um, why do you, you know, based on some of your experience that you've seen now, what's the rush? What's going on? What's going on out there that people are constantly in a fucking rush <laughs> for everything? And I get it because yeah. I'm sure we used to play that way. I know I chased differently. It was like I was just I wanted to do so much. Mm -hmm. I wasn't really it wasn't so much that it had to come right away. I just wanted to do so much. But even then that had its toll on me after a while health wise. Like right. I can't keep running like this. I cannot keep chasing this way. It's not going to work that way. Yeah. You know, we have to slow down to expand is kind of what I say. Like, what what are you experiencing? Why why does everybody think that they I want to be this up here and abundant and I want all yeah. this stuff now? And you're like, okay. You know, that takes a little bit of time. I think part of it is ambition because I'm the same way. Like right. I, I know when I 
stopped dancing in the NFL, I wasn't done. And I knew that. I knew that I had so much more to give to the world. I knew that there was so much more that I wanted to do. But I also believe that it's misinformation. It's social media. It's disconnecting the two and asking yourself, like, what do I on a soul level really want? What is it that I really want? And again, you have to disconnect the two. You can't you can't be absorbing information without going to your core truth. You have to start asking yourself, like, what is it that I actually desire? And maybe you do desire that thing. And again, you and I, are, we have the same mindset of building that foundation. So you can't just like throw things at the wall hoping something will stick. You have to really just get into your truth. Right. What is it that I desire? What is it that I really want? And just because someone else seems to have that, I'm using air quotation marks right now, right, right. you just can't. You can't use that as your guiding light. Someone who has something on social, which doesn't even mean that that's the truth. Right. Most of the time to it's To be fake. real. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, <clears throat> I use this analogy a lot and I'd be love to get your, your, your yeah. take on it. I say everything has to be treated like a game seven. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to do a further post on this, but everything has to be treated like a game seven of an NBA finals. Mm. Number one, the people you have around you all the way to a partner, right. are they running the game the way the same way? If you're Michael Jordan, you're only gonna play with a Scottie Pippen or a Steve Kerr, Right. period, end right. of story. But in order to play that level, oh, I want these things, I want those things, those people are shooting their free throws way before that game ever even happens. Mm-hmm. Embodying the thing that you want, you know, it's okay to want things. First of all, you're right, not to want them based off of what other people's wants, because right. what do you want? Yeah. Like, do you even know why you want right. it? And then embodying that truth of, now I got to go work. Yeah. Yeah. You know, environment, what you just said, is absolutely everything. It's surrounding yourself with those people that have the same integrity, that are in alignment with you. And this has, A, nothing to do with money. It has everything to do with the energy that you feel around that person. And I agree with you. It's the, The work is done behind the scenes, always, always. And I know you just made a post about this. And and I think about that a lot when – people especially younger women see these types of things who don't they weren't brought up you know the same way with you are without social media so it's like you see these bright and shiny objects and you forget that there is deep work that needs to be done it doesn't have to be hard and i i always want to make the distinguish between simple and easy yes and it's it's not hard but it is work and you have to stay consistent with it so back to what you're talking about you know with with playing being in the game the work is done outside of the arena not inside well you know and also people don't realize you realize they get to a game seven you lost 50 percent of the time right like why people forget that yeah. i think you know it's like I, I, being you know opportunity where opportunity meets you know preparation mm-hmm. right and that work you're absolutely i like that you said you know this kind of distinguishing between it's not that it's hard but it's work right when you're in alignment yes with why you want something right it doesn't feel like hard work i mean it it it, it, it you know it, it can be it can feel brutal, like a grind for brutal, sure like yeah. grinding work <laughs> but it's it, it does it is different it feels yeah. different because you're like yeah no i know i'm doing this like yeah. whoo this sucks yeah. like yeah no i know i'm doing this so it's cool it's an you aligned know? hustle yeah it's yeah. definitely different than yeah. because if you're not you'll either want to quit or like you'll push yourself to a point of exhaustion or right a health situation mm-hmm. more or less or a breakdown you know yeah. which can also happen you know i'm sure we're laughing i i can't speak for Taylor, but like, cause, yeah because i was gonna say because i've experienced it like several times right. you know yeah. like why am i doing this and 
Um, and it's an interesting place to, to want to get to discovery of getting into a place of alignment. You know? Yeah. And, you know, for people who are wondering, like, what does that actually mean? Right. Alignment in in my description is mind, body, soul. It's something that you're excited to wake up for, to right. do that day. It's something that you, thinking about not doing it, pains you, right? Yeah, and and I go. think that a lot of times people have, you know, this anxiety or depression. And again, that's a state that you're in. You don't have that. You have right. a state of that. You're experiencing that. And a lot of it is because your soul is wanting to express itself, but you're suppressing it, whether it's because you have fear. Everybody has fear. Fear is not real. And it's allowing that to be expressed. Talk about that suppression. I completely agree yeah. with you, by the way, because it's like... Uh, I, I say that the, the, the soul is your GPS. Mm-hmm. The body is the vessel to move it. Absolutely. And I forget which it was a Dr. Joe or somebody was talking about like what actually it goes, I think, a little bit further back from what I read. But it was like sometimes what's happening is the souls want to move one way. The body, because of its temptations or its short term gains mm-hmm. or its wants and needs of things that aren't in alignment, yeah. go the opposite way. So you're pulling against each other yeah Yeah. there you go the soul's already done the quantum leap it's like the soul's like ready for you giving you and that's the thing like that's what i try to really make clear with what i teach and with you know my coaching is you have to realize that the intuition the nudges the downloads the information that you're getting is there for purpose and you also have to get silent enough to hear it you know in this day when we're like doing 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 go 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 it's it's like we forget that the feminine is where we receive and this goes for men as well right and i have i'm a leo very fiery very ambitious and i have even had to really work on my feminine of like go 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 get 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 and It's been life changing. I mean, you know, we talked about manifestation at the beginning to start receiving because if you're not open, the doing is not where you receive. And so that that's something that I feel is really important to mention, because in order to align to your soul's calling, I call it your agreement when you incarnated, when you before you actually came before you incarnated. Yep, exactly. And that's what you decided. Mm -hmm. And so. The people who feel like, well, I'm just not sure what I want to do, as crazy as this sounds, stillness and being is probably one of the first things that you need to do. Slow down Slow to expand. Slow the heck down, I yeah. I say it all the time. Yeah. Slow down to speed up. Yep. You know. Totally. Um, you know, it, it, I so I completely agree with you. And I, I feel like fear isn't real. It's just paralyzing. Right. But it's like it's from signals it's from environments it's from inputs it's from all this other stuff so we're not saying stillness like please just go sit and ohm the f out (laughs) we're saying just stop for a minute yeah just stop what you're doing for a minute let's just like get very present so we can feel our way through what the hell is happening right now that's all real like i feel like that's how i always tell people i'm like it's not Let's solve everything and <laughs> let's go immediately right. fix things. We're just saying, just stop for a second what you're doing. Yeah. So you can pattern interrupt, if you will, or disrupt, however you want to say that, yeah. right? So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, so I, 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 you know, I want you to touch a little bit on that because I think that people get this misperception of like, well, I can't meditate. I don't know how to sit there in silence. I don't know how this It's like, that's not really what we're saying. So I feel go go as far down that rabbit <laughs> hole. Like, don't hold back. By the way, okay. like, okay. really, really be like, listen. Like, oh, and another thing. The other thing I wanted to ask you too is about like, I love what you said about receiving because um, I once heard that. So especially for all you givers out there, pay attention to yes. this. 
you giving, you're actually blocking your receiving because if all you do is give, there's a um, an imbalance in its, like for every action, mm-hmm. there's a reaction. So you're actually the cause sometimes of blocking the receiving. And an example, like when they give, 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 and then all of a sudden somebody says like, oh, hey, you know, uh, have this. You're like, no, no, I couldn't. I couldn't possibly accept. Yes, accept it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you Gosh, so much. Yes. Do you have any more? I'd take more if you've got it. You know what yeah, I mean? Like you, yeah. you have like that's so that's just a, on a small, small scale example. Now, guys, like everybody listening, imagine that on a very massive scale, especially if you've been giving at a very high level. Oh, my gosh. I'm glad you brought this up. So the latest thing that I have been embodying and talking about is selfish enlightenment. Mm. Now, I know that's probably (laughs) going to trigger some people because they're like, what does that mean? Like enlightenment is supposed to be like the good for all. Well, you have to serve yourself first. There's there's just no yes. way around it. This yes. is science. This is quantum physics. There's no woo to this at all. You have to serve yeah. yourself first. And so when people tell me that they can't meditate, you don't have – like it's not like you need to sit in the own position. Like right. you can lay down. I like walking meditations. Yep. Sometimes when I'm driving, I don't listen to anything and I just receive. I basically like say, source, give it to me. You know, like right. guides, angels, like give me the information that you want to give me. And that's a form of it as well. So you don't have to you don't have to buy into the spiritual programming of it has to be done a certain way. You have to be in a church. You have to you you don't even have to go to church if you don't want to. You have to listen to yourself and find your groove, like what what feels good to you. And so the selfish enlightenment is essentially that. It's it's the ability to say I am first and this isn't new like people talk about this all the time putting yourself first but that opens you up to receive Mm -hmm. and you know one of the most simplest things to do when like you were saying about receiving is a compliment how many women and men when they get a compliment it's like oh yeah you too no receive that yes thank you period that's it thank you (laughs) and that what that does again is it signals the universe to give you more because you're receiving if you can't receive even like a penny on the ground how are you going right. to receive a million dollars it's right. just it's just how that works there's no there's no bias there's no judgment the universe just works through laws well and i like in the idea of connecting the um the action to the concept right so yes. it's just like you're saying it's like say thank you well you being able to say thank you oh so you can take a compliment would you like like it's like the universe basically talking to you like would you like more like yep. i would Thank More you. doors open, right. floodgates so open. It's, you know, because it's not because people are like, oh, abundance doesn't exist. And I'm like, listen, I'm like, <laughs> what's happening is an internal action uh, coming from you, from whatever relationship you have with yourself. You treat everybody else really well. Why don't you treat yourself that well? You know, I oh, go ahead. Life is a hologram. Yeah, I mean, it really people is. People say mirrors, holograms, it's all the same thing. But right. What you're experiencing inside, and this is not like fake gratitude. This is not like, oh, I'm going to pretend like I feel good. This is like the deep work that we're talking about. What you're experiencing inside, you will see reflected out to you. And then when you realize that, you can't blame your circumstances anymore. You can't blame, you know, your aunt from Thanksgiving. You know, you can, you have discernment. You have your own decisions that you can make change. It's, It's almost... It almost feels like magic when it occurs, but I hear it, see it all the time where women tell me, even from just listening to my podcast, you know, I took your advice and I started changing myself and all of a sudden my husband's different. Yeah. All of a sudden my kids are obeying. All of a sudden life is like showing up for me, mm-hmm. not to me. And it's 
it's not magic. It is magic, but it's not magic, right? right? It's it's right. your doing and it all starts with you. Right. So let's let's talk about authenticity. Okay. Cuz I know how far we can we can we can talk. <laughs> we could talk Super Bowl. So there's a conversation that oh, Taylor shoot. Here we go. that Taylor and I started from the Super Bowl <laughs> and uh you know, it'll be interesting because I I normally I stay out of politics as you guys know and I stay out of religion i say uh, several things whatever because i'm very universal but i think that there was an interesting thing that happened during the super bowl and we're going to talk about that here in a second but living authentically is yes these other people who we do things for we do for ourselves first yes. number one because we practice what we preach mm-hmm. um and i think that that's also a very very important thing i can't help others with things i don't know mm-hmm versus a world where i think a lot of times where people are like i'll solve my problem by helping others you'll solve your problem by helping yourself yes. first so to your point earlier about what you just said about you have to come first and i, I it's funny because i did a uh, i had a story on uh, my hdf magazine and a very sweet girl i don't know who she is but like she means well yeah. but um it was about giving and then um if the energy isn't received uh, uh, if it isn't reciprocated you'll have to pull back and this lovely girl i don't know who she is but she was like um you know agree but disagree um you know respectfully of course we're here to give and everything is about our love to the world like you know it goes on this like whole god bless her because the intention was there i get it the intention was there i felt like the youth or lack of experience was showing up and i was like oh listen totally get what you're saying i'm like let me rephrase it a little bit we have to come first because we energetically can be depleted. I thought it was a teachable moment. Mm-hmm. It turned out not to be, but like, <laughs> I was like, uh, you Went know, a little south. well, no, 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 just not. It was, a, it was an agree to disagree kind yeah. of thing. I was like, well, I'm like, really what I'm saying is, is that like, if we deplete ourselves of energy, um, because all we do is, is do it from an external place, we will run dry. And then those people go to other sources, but we're left, you know, hanging. I was like, we are an infinite source of energy. If we tap into ourselves first and we, we have to come first in the way we take care of ourselves and provide and do things at a very high level. So the rest, so we practice what we preach. Mm-hmm. And she said, I totally get what you're saying. And by the way, this doesn't even warrant a response. It's no problem at all. Um, she's like, still uh, gotta have to go ahead and say like, no, like we're all here to just get like w- from a yeah. place of, and I get, I, I think we were trying to say some, something similar, but different just in case she's right. a listener. I'm just like, you know, like, I don't know, you know, but it was like, and I didn't respond. Cause I'm like, I think we're either having a completely different conversation or you're maybe, you know, not understanding that selfishly or selflessly. I like, you know, in a lot of ways it's like, you know, it's doing the right thing, right. you know, sometimes is really starts with us actually. I used to have an issue with even using the word selfish. And yeah. now, because I use it in the right context and right. I explain what I mean by that, I have zero issue with it. And, right. you know, example of this would be you get no sleep. You're completely stressed out. You're not eating properly. Your relationship is not where you want it to be. There is nothing that you'll really be able to give in that moment. You're yep. not really going to be able yeah. to. You're going to be in scarcity. You're going to be at the lowest level that you possibly could, and you're not going to be able to even want to. So even if your business is of giving, even if you're, you know, personal, your heart is there, it's just not there. I think of times even like when I get the, like six hours of sleep versus seven, I am not as, it's, not it's I'm just not the same person. Nope. And so I totally agree with you that I think 
I feel like you and I have such big hearts and it's felt in our content. Mm. It's felt in our podcast. It's felt everywhere. It's felt, you know, we all hold a frequency. We're healing people just by walking around. And that's the thing is, and I really want people to, I think if they get anything from this, it's that your energy and working on yourself is healing the planet without even teaching, without even saying a word because your energy is rubbing off on other people. So when you think of it, in a way of when I heal myself, when I work on myself, when I move through these blocks, I'm actually being of service, of high, high yep. service to the planet. Yep. That's not selfish at all in the context that Webster's <laughs> defines it, yeah. right? It's actually being of service to yourself and then to others. Our best self has a ripple effect. Yes. Somebody else sees me do what I do through physical you know, change and acts and shows up as best self Mm -hmm. affects the person on the other end their people partners colleagues family members employees and so forth and so on yeah we have to do it first starts with us it it has to and yeah just just back to what you said i think you worded that perfectly and i think it's a lesson and i think we've all probably at one moment or another thought oh well i should give first and then but it's all an intention too Are, are you giving to receive back because again the universe knows like the universe is not it's smart right it's very awake to the situation of your intention behind it too it's because it's energy you know the universe is smart because it's energy it's 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 very like reciprocating if you can't trick it yeah yeah, you can't (laughs) trick it like it knows and no you know i you know i i I do want to in order to become present on what i want to talk about living authentically in the whole nfl uh super bowl thing um you brought up anxiety earlier Mm -hmm. I agree with you about anxiety and I want to expand on that about sometimes, sometimes, besides, you're right about the soul maybe not moving, you know, in the direction it knows it needs to go. So for many people out there that might be, I don't know, looking at other people, such as what happened with the Super Bowl. So if anybody is wondering what we're talking about, we're talking about Jennifer Lopez, right? You know, and, and how awesome that was yep. and, you know, her her performance and um, and just how the ladies like they just they really did it up you know 43 and 50 years old um they're in exceptional shape Mm -hmm. they danced you know they had their costumes on they uh, jennifer lopez brought her daughter on stage you know um just there was so much good going on powerful yeah there was a lot of uh feedback afterwards like oh you know just just negative feedback we'll just keep it at that right um and i i know you and i were going on a tear through through voice (laughs) texting and, uh, you know, I was saying that um, I feel like what was happening is people were watching them. It's the new 50. It's the new 43. Look, these women have been through hell and back. Yeah. They have done the work. They have been ostracized by the media at times throughout their different journeys. Right. They've had, you know, families, children. They've worked on their health. They've worked on their wealth. They've worked on their businesses. They've worked on their entertainment, their music. Does anybody have an effing fucking clue at like what goes into actually like that amount? I mean, it's work. It is work. Hard work. So for I get if you don't like something, then your only responsibility is to change the channel. Absolutely. Otherwise, you judging somebody else in my opinion, is an anxiety manifesting externally because they're doing it and you're not. Even if you don't want to do the same exact activities as them. That's not what this is about. It's not about you wanting to get on the stage and dance a certain way. But uh, maybe you're seeing them 
do a certain level of work that is just making you anxious. And that's where the conversation was going. Yeah, yeah. Go on, on the biggest tear that you want. Oh, I don't gosh, care. Oh, gosh, here like, we go. You know, right. well, because I mean, I know I know that, you know, there was a lot of articles. There's a lot of things on this. Yeah, yeah. You know, the first thing that comes to mind is projection. It's right. a projection of your own beliefs onto them. And I think you said it perfectly when you said all the hard work, like 14 minutes, I think, was the length of the Super Bowl. That right. means that seven and seven at least is what they performed on. That is a long ass time. I'll say that as a dancer, as an athlete, right. that is not easy, first and foremost. And the thing that I come back to, so when I woke up in the morning, I wanted immediately to rewatch it. And right. I, it never even crossed my mind, not even for a second, that there would be backlash about this. It just never yeah, right? was in my field. I, I just, yeah. I had no idea. So I, I, I look it up and the first thing I see was the backlash, the negative comments. And I'm like, what? Like how, right. how in the world? Because I was inspired in that moment and still am to this day. Likewise. And, yeah. And, and I really do believe, you know, the thing that I think we hear is, oh, well, the kids, the kids saw it. That to me is a scapegoat, in right. my opinion, my professional, my personal opinion, that again, it's a projection. It's seeing something. It all comes down to seeing something in yourself that you want to embody, don't know how, haven't been able to, didn't do it. Most of the women that I saw were around that age, you know, mm -hmm. and it's it's really one of those things where you just want to have a conversation with them and say, look. You're powerful. You can do that too. There's nothing wrong with you. It's not too late. So for me, it's like I want these women to understand that there's there's no difference between you and Jennifer Lopez other than the work, other than the yeah. grit, other than the grind, other than the empowerment. So it's really a matter of that performance either empowered women or it disempowered them. Mm. And it's always a choice with anything. With money, with that, with anything. <laughs> you know, with, with anybody that's triggered, that I don't think because our audience is very, like, they get it, but um, with anybody that might be triggered, understand it's like, just like what you said, you can do it too. You, It's not about you being on stage right. and doing the same activities, but it's the idea of you can have a healthy, abundant life. You look and feel good and mm -hmm. you do all this other stuff. So for me, it was really about respect. Like, you guys like not you but like the, the the general public at large is like understand like pay the respect it's not about of course she's gonna do something different than how maybe you that's why we love her that's we, why everybody we does love something performances. Yeah. yeah everybody's different and unique right. so like it's not even about like can you at least respect like the work that goes into it can you respect like all the things that you're not looking at and the reason why I, my my feeling is the reason why you can't is because of all the other triggers it's bringing up in you from watching from and the projections and the fear and the you know and the anxiety of like yeah. oh shit what am i doing myself like you know and then i mean you know look there was a meme online that showed um you know back in the day like it said it said 50 <laughs> what, what, what 50 used to look like and that was like uh the golden girls <laughs> yeah. right it was uh you know uh, what's her name from blanche or, or one of them from uh yeah, from was, golden girls and then <laughs> it showed what 50 looks like today and it was uh, jennifer lopez yeah and so, you know, she's not telling society like, oh, you have to go look like this. She's just saying like, I'm trying to be my best self. Can we at least agree that like I'm doing the work? I mean, can you all respect that? You don't have to, whether you like this, even even the music or not, right. like that's not what this is about, people. Right. I think it comes down to also a fixed versus a growth mindset. Mm -hmm. I think the people who saw that as empowering, saw it as inspiration, are using that energy as wh when whatever it is, right? Whatever in their business, mm -hmm. their health, their mindset. And I, I just, you know, again, as someone who's really wanting to raise the frequency of the planet, like it was, 
exciting for the people who were inspired, but it was yeah. also like, we have a lot of work to do still. Yeah. We have a lot right? of work to do still. Yeah. So I think that was a wake up call for me of, oh my gosh, like yeah. I need to even up my own game in, in the fact of teaching this, you know, learning myself more about it and then getting on more platforms to talk about it. So yeah, I think, so true. I think it woke people up just like, you know, when we were talking about the Kobe thing, I think it, it, these circumstances wake people up, right. you know, in, in any way, whether you found it disempowering or not, you're going to start to ask more questions right. and stay curious. Yeah. Yeah. So we had good things to say about Kobe, by the way. We, <laughs> so we just we were just really appreciative of his legacy and like oh, all that he had done. Amazing. So, um, but I love what you're bringing up because that that helps us go into self-love and worth and yes. value, because if you knew the kind of level of work that goes into anything um, good that yeah. is portrayed on that, even even if even if you don't like even if you're not understanding the thing that you're seeing, but it's still good, you know, it's a good thing. Like mm -hmm. what we saw with like JLo, you know, I, I often, I believe it just, it comes down to like self-worth. Yeah. Like, and it, you, and to think of and talk about it as, listen, depending on what relationship you have with yourself, why would putting anybody else down even be an option? Even the people that really are assholes. Right. <laughs> it's like how I look at like, once you get to a place of self-worth and true like self-love, it's not even about anybody else right. at that point. Yeah. It's about how you really see and view yourself and your ability to not change depending on whether you see somebody or something really inspiring or mm -hmm. something uninspiring. Yeah. And, and, you know, just kind of branching off from the Super Bowl, too, I, I just I feel like that that just applies in so many other right. areas. You know, all the rage right now is talking about being a millionaire and, and making money and, right. and doing all these things. And it's the same. This is universal. So this is not just with the body, with, you know, the sexuality, sensuality, whatever you want to call it. It all comes down to self-worth and it all comes down to where are you unwilling to put in the work? Where are you unwilling to do the work? Because there's a blueprint for everything. I always say that, right. you know, and that's why mentorship so important. That's why learning from people, even if it's from afar, like I think you and I would both agree that Joe Dispenza is a huge mentor of ours. Mm -hmm. um, Tommy and I have gone to some workshops, but I've never met the guy, but yeah. I still see him as an expander for me. And yeah. so it's just, it's the matter of putting in the work, doing the work, like, the work that no one sees, or maybe you show your morning routine and everything, but it's it's doing that and then realizing that you can have it too. And I always call it brainwashing ourselves. Right. Like we've been brainwashed with social programming and social constructs. Why wouldn't we let that be? Here's the thing. Let your negative traits, habits, all the things be inspiring to you because you could develop those means you can develop something different. Very true perspective yes perspective you know, that's and, what it comes down to and just as it took time to develop those things over time it takes yeah. time to develop it's the not good gonna over happen time. overnight right. though we wish it would and i always tell people i'm like listen i'm like it's okay to have a negative emotion they look at me like Absolutely. wait what i'm like understand it have a relationship with it yeah like be like <laughs> well okay curious you know i'll talk to myself like matt just out of curiosity yeah. where does that come from like yeah. what do you think my so to your point earlier about standing still for a minute and be like all right let's just take a time out here for a second why am I feeling this way? What is even that about? What is that even related to? What happened that started yes. that whole thing? What happened before that whole thing started happening? Yeah. The moment you actually even just take time to understand the emotion, it actually really starts to dissolve as ever even a problem. It's just that because more often than not, something didn't feel good. Mm -hmm. People held on to it, attached themselves to it, right. swept it under the rug, right? And then kind of just kept that 
tucked away versus being like, I'm going to deal with it. No, we're going to deal with it right now. Right. Whatever, whoever, if it's just a party of one or a party of many, be like, we're going to deal with this right now. Let's just do yeah. this. Like, let me understand it. You know, that's that. And I think that shows love to yourself. Like, absolutely. you know, you're not, we're not perfect. It's not even yeah. a, a quest for perfect. It's, it's silly because it doesn't even exist. You know, I'm glad you brought that up because let's go down the road of energetics. <laughs> yes. <laughs> The word emotion is literally energy in motion. So when you think of it like that, you have to understand that emotions are neutral. A good mood and a bad mood, one is not more powerful or more beneficial over the other, and they both need to be expressed. And so one of the things that I get, I think gets caught up and I think people don't fully grasp this concept or that it's explained in a way that they don't understand is they feel like they have to be positive all the time and that being in a high vibe and in a high energy is what they need to be. But you have to express the negative emotions. You have to let it out. You have to get those pressed down emotions, trapped emotions out and allow it to be transmuted and released. You can't just, you know, try to pretend like everything is all in well. So I always tell clients, you know, have that good five to 10 minutes, get it out, let your frustration out. Start to be curious. Where did this come from? Did I have any impact? Can I shift anything around this? All right, good. Good to go. You know, and that's where this whole idea of being positive all the time and being optimistic, it's just, it's not healing. It's not real. Right. It's not something that is sustainable. Right. And back to authenticity. Right. Right. Because if you're, it's okay, it's okay to be in a bad right. mood. It's okay to be like, because then it's a part signal. Of the experience. It's part of the experience. Yeah. And it's a signal. Right. It actually is telling you like. It's feedback. It's telling you where you're exactly. at. Exactly. And that's exactly. all you have to look at it. You don't have to judge yourself. And that, for me, part of my own healing experience was being able to allow the divine feminine out and get angry and really allow those emotions to come through. Because without releasing the lower frequencies, you can't allow in more light. That's just how our body works. And that's how energy works. And it's um it's amazing when you learn this and you actually see it in yourself of okay where where can I just make tiny shifts and, and that's another thing that I think is so discounted is these small shifts these small shifts in habits these small things that call them mannerisms call them ways of beings these small shifts have huge ripple effects oh yeah and huge repercussions in a positive way yeah you know you you just probably nailed that on that last little segment i mean it's it's so it's so true i think that um people are so um they're just very very hard on themselves mm-hmm. oh i feel this way like and therefore you know i shouldn't, uh, yeah, I shouldn't. Yeah. And, and it was interesting. i was uh, i was teaching at a um a workshop last saturday um and i was talking about um scheduling and and mm-hmm. um you know how i audit my schedule and how it's been like a 19 month process of constantly auditing and fixing it, you know, right. doing a little bit with like Tommy probably does, you know, and all this <laughs> stuff. And, um, and it was funny cause one of the ladies asked, she goes, um, do you ever deviate? And I was like daily every day. She goes, Oh really? And I was like, yeah, every day. And, and, yeah. and I, and I explained it. I'm like, we are humans. Like yeah. the goal is that it, I was like, okay. I'm like, if we slow down first, I'm like, we're the first system. Mm-hmm. If we slow down and we start to see what are we really doing with our days? We can now have a future, you know, conditions and emotions brought present by understanding how am I spending my time. Right. Then we have to account for life happening because mm-hmm. it's just going to happen. You're going to have deviations, uh, God forbid, an accident or like a mishap or anything. We have to be flexible. Right. 
But it, isn't it more comforting when you kind of know though what you should be, you know, not should be, but like what you're doing with your time and that you can, you have kind of like this path mm-hmm. that's for you that feels good that you've been molding and shaping, which is like your journey. Right. You can jump back on anytime when you deviate because at least you you have an internal knowing that you're, you're mapping now. From. Well, and I think moving away from being positive and being resilient, you know, yeah. I love that yeah. word. And I feel for me, you know, I get that question all the time too. Like, do you ever have doubts? Uh, like 75 times a day, right. you know, it's right. like, but I don't, I don't believe them. I, I have doubts come up, but I know that I don't have to believe every thought that I think I can just discount. I can look into it and say, is this true? No. Okay. Move on, you know, mm-hmm. forward, <laughs> forward motion. But I think it's a matter of having these things come up like, you know, for example, a flat tire. Well, your tire is going to have an expiration date. Flat tire is probably going to happen at some point. You know, it's it's changing this mindset. Oh, your water filter went out. Oh, well, you're just going to have to change it. It's like these small, minute things in the grand scheme of things does not have to be that big of a deal when you build this resiliency. And just kind of spinning off on that, you know, sometimes within this work, getting angry and getting upset, sometimes you just have to get tired of your own shit to change. That's where most change happens. Right is is the um, rock bottom right i was even teaching this even like with um even like the people that you're um, helping whether it's in a service-based business or even with a product but more so with a service-based business i'm like your goal is to find the people who have had enough yeah and they're like okay and i'm like because now it's about actually fixing the problem right and that's when that's when people are you know and it's unfortunate because you know Dispenza talks about this a lot you can change in the rock bottom or you can decide you know what I'm just not living to my full potential right now right. let's do something about that now and that's where you and I are at right, right. Like that's who the people that yes. we hang out with roll that's how they right. think of things and that's you know the growth mindset and I think what tends to happen unfortunately it's you know people just kind of they're just kind of gliding through. They're just, you know, having that mindset of what's the next thing going to show up? Well, if you make that small shift that we were just talking about to what amazing things can show up today, like what miracles can I be available for? Just that small shift in energy will attract it to you, right? right? And 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 treating the, you know, the negative inputs that happen, like, you know, we're, like you said, you know, we're not positive all the time. Right. I mean, because we can get doubts and fears and things like that. But... They're just, like you said, feedback. So when yeah. it comes up, just be like, whoa, wait, what's that about? You yeah. know what I mean? I, I heard something really, really interesting in a workshop that was um, fear when the concept was fear. This is going all the way back to source, <laughs> if you will. But <laughs> Let's like, do it. Fear was, um, so the, the concept was that uh, at the origin of, you know, the souls coming into body, mm-hmm. you know, and all that stuff. I mean, this is, you know, this is going real spiritual, but like, the idea that basically, um, does love know it's love if it doesn't have any contrast? Ooh. Meaning, which you know, you get, yeah. but for anybody listening, meaning, um, can it feel it if it has nothing else to compare it to? So the concept was that fear was then introduced, not for the souls and people, people, the souls inhabiting the people and the people then taking on fear, but to appreciate what love right really is and be like oh i get it what happened was then the ego was introduced right. and here we are yeah centuries and centuries and centuries yeah. and centuries and centuries, lifetimes you know tens of thousands yeah. of years later but it, but it was an interesting concept and it, it, i what i liked so much about it though was this idea of um look when the when the fears or the doubts or anything does come up it's just a reminder of okay there's some stuff there yeah. what's it really about but let's be appreciative of like what really is good and that these things are just, 
you know, really just nothing more than like feedback and, right, and just like, right. you know, and, and anybody in business would do the same thing. Like, look, when a client says like, or a customer says like, oh, you know, this doesn't, you know, I don't know if I, I need this, this and this, but I want this. And I'm like, great. Thank you for letting me know. And then you help them and they're yeah. like, wow, you really listened to me. Yeah. And then they tell five friends. Yeah. And like, yeah. okay, like, let, let's just talk about manifestation and abundance. Even in that, it's like, all right, um, I just helped you. I was honest with you. That then brought you five people, customers. They love that I listened to them. I tweaked some things, did right by them. They brought 15 people. Welcome to an abundant right. business from doing the right thing and not not caving into Being feeling. Being in integrity. And yeah. Yeah. And, you know, kind of going off of the fear, I think fear, there, there's two different types in my opinion. You know, there's the fear that, oh my God, there's scarcity. Oh my God, like things aren't going to work out, which again is another opportunity to look into that. And then there's the fear of, it's only uncomfortable. That's the only reason why it's there. It's your ego wanting to protect you. It's your ego saying, oh my God, this is new. Um, I feel like we probably shouldn't do this. And that's where it can be your guiding light. So for me, I always see fear as like a like a partnership almost that I'm in the driver's seat and fear's in the back seat, and it's always going to be with me, but I can shut it down in any moment. Yeah. And obviously fear can be used as a great thing, like if you're walking in the back of an alley, which you probably shouldn't be doing in the first place, maybe you should leave because fear is coming up. But you know, fear, I think people use it a lot as a scapegoat. People use it as a way to not do something. And I don't love the cliche term, like face the fear and do it anyways, but whatever you got to do to allow the thing that's always going to be there. And it's, in my opinion, especially as I grow, I, I wouldn't say it gets more intense, but it, it's it's still there. Yeah. It's, it's never, this is not something that you beat. It's like trying to no. say you beat your ego. You're so never you going to beat your ego. It's never, it's, it's a protective mechanism. It can be used for good. And it's not something that you should try to like, diminish no and, and try to get away from no and i also heard um i don't know if it was dr joe or something but it was like um yeah going against your ego you're gonna lose every time yeah. but friending it is a different story but like hey totally different. where's that coming from just curious like yeah. oh i get it you're trying to protect me in some way because yeah. you're scared you. about something cool can we agree that we both want the same outcome of x y and z <laughs> Yes. All right. Uh, well, if that's the case, I got to do this over here. Yeah. I appreciate you trying to protect me. Thank you for a signal. I'll be on the lookout for anything that might be like somewhat closely related to that. And, uh, you know, that'll give me information that I need. And it's like yeah. suddenly you almost like, be, yeah, it was a cool, it was a cool concept that I heard, like becoming friends with your ego. And I was like, I like that because you're now kind of now you're, you're playing you're the game. You're not scared of it now. Right. And then you can remember too. one of the things that I really love and I'm. I'm a huge, I would say, documenter of things and experiences. So mm -hmm. let's just say I have an experience where let's use when I was dancing in the NFL, for example. You wouldn't believe the amount of anxiety and fear I had walking into Imagine. that room where there's like 400 women and everyone's beautiful. Everyone's a great dancer. That's the type of fear that I remember as a indicator that I was expanding that my ego wanted to run because it was a big stage and I was going to be in front of a lot of people. And I can remember that now when I'm doing that next big thing like, oh, yeah, I remember this. I remember this. This was when I was expanding last time. And you can put your own flavor to it. But I think reminding yourself of those feelings is yes. really big. Yeah. It's really big. And it's empowering. And yeah. it's and it's and it's not as scary as you make it. Once no. you like dive into them, you're like, 
You You're know like, what? oh, I, my God, I didn't die. Right, right. <laughs> I, I saw the greatest meme for last year, which was like, 2019, hey, at least you didn't die. <laughs> I was like, Whoof. Oh, my God. Anyways, it's a side note. But um, where, where can everybody find out about you online and, and uh, your programs and what's going on in your world yeah. and connect with you and all that stuff? So the best place is my Instagram, which right. is I am Taylor Stone. My podcast, which is called Vibe Hire, which is really just an extension of everything that we're talking about. Um, you can find it everywhere. And then um, next thing's coming up. I'm actually bringing my podcast to a show environment. Oh, so yes. it's coming out of, I guess you could say, the closet, um, not just being on audio. So I'm really excited for that. And you know, to reach me would just be my website, which is innergoddesshealth.com. That's awesome. Awesome. It sounds like you got a lot of things happening. Yeah. And it's fun and it's cool to watch you evolve over time. That's also been pretty cool. I mean, that's the the beauty of like all of, I guess, all of us, what we're doing out yeah. here and, you know, doing the, doing the, the parts and all that stuff. Um, where, um, if anybody wanted to email you, is that, or just, they should just go to your website. Is that the best place to kind of connect with you as well too? Yeah. I would say either Instagram, my website, but my email is taylor at innergoddesshealth.com. It's awesome. a long one. So <laughs> Inner Goddess Health, though. I mean, innergoddesshealth.com. Yeah. I mean, if that doesn't say uh, tell you what you need to know, then, you know. <laughs> and by the way, Taylor's really good. She'll, um, if you reach out to her, like her DM or, you know, uh, talk on her page, she too is engaging. Absolutely. She will actually reply. She'll respond. We like that because that means we're real people. Reaching people. You know? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Great. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being on. Uh, I really appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. Yeah, That's I know awesome. we could go on terrors if it wasn't for, you know. We talked for six also, hours. Yeah, but. yeah. Easily. So, um, but you, I just like I, I mentioned to all of our guests, you're welcome back on anytime. It's a journey driven podcast, awesome. right? Um, <laughs> the world will always be filled with new topics. <laughs> <laughs> that is for sure. <laughs> I love when people said like, how do you never run out of content? I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> I was like, at right. least once a day, like I can download 50 new things yeah. just from watching everybody else. Right. <laughs> and I was like, let alone going through my own shit. You yeah, know? there's always something right. value to bring to the world. Absolutely. Yeah. So, no, I appreciate you. You're welcome back on anytime. Thank you. Um, you know, six months, a year from now, whatever. Tomorrow? Like, yeah, tomorrow. <laughs> I know we could do like a whole like series, if you will. And it's easy. Bring Tommy. It's easy. Yeah. yeah. And I would like to have words, both of you, especially because... Um, two people who are into the uh, both accountability and spirituality, which I think are very, very important. Yeah. And because um, now you're talking about accountability, responsibility, you know, showing up, mm -hmm. doing the work, the spiritual side of how that all actually plays in and like, you yeah. know, being able to actually connect both to self, yeah. to a partner and, to, you know, to sort like there's a lot. There's a lot yeah. there. Um, and I think that it'd be it'd be great to to hear how two people on a similar journey doing it at the same time like right. that would be an interesting you know just to be a fly on the wall in your home <laughs> it would be pretty cool it's fun i'll, I'll say yeah. that yeah yeah but it's cool because at least it's it's also very relatable to each right. other i'm sure so yeah and and it's finding the right partner that will um call you out too at times right absolutely i mean again like and i, I can't stress enough that game seven it's like every time michael jordan passes the ball to scotty pippen like he's not going to make it all the time right. and he's going to have an off night and michael jordan's gonna be able to say to him like yo get your head in the game what's going right. on but he knows that in the game of basketball, such as life, I trust you 100% of the time. Right. Trust will be there regardless. And that's like so important trust, in, one of in my partnership, yeah. you know, and, and, and where does trust come from? Our actions. Oh, 100%. Our actions show me. Show me. Don't tell me. Right. Show me. <laughs> 
Show you me. will like that's why I'm surprised when people are like, if they're ever surprised, I'm like, just watch my actions. Right. Like that's all you would ever need to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? It should be me that's actually surprised at all of y'all. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. So no, but uh, again, appreciate you, everybody. Taylor Stone, please check her out. InnerGoddessHealth.com. I am Taylor Stone on Insta. She replies to everybody. Um, mm-hmm. Put her to the test too. Make sure you put her to the test. Um, <laughs> I love but it. but very approachable. Um, be sure to check her stuff out. Uh, check out the podcast Vibe Higher. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I actually am subscribed to that. So you know, thank you. Like I know I'm subscribed to all your guys. I just need to get better about listening to podcasts. I'm on an Audible run right now, so it's like oh, okay. all my free time is like Audible. You're forgiven. Yeah. yeah. So, um, <laughs> but uh, there was two uh, two different people actually forwarded me your link who they didn't know I knew you. Oh really? Yeah, I meant to say that they forwarded me um, two different people forwarded me like, hey, this topic would resonate with you. I'm like, it does. I know Taylor. Oh <laughs> and my so gosh, that's, that's so actually funny. yeah. So that and, and one was a while ago, and that's why I, yeah. Super yeah. cool. Yeah. So it's it's that. funny how there you go universally divine the. The, trying to come in somehow you right know? <laughs> no so i appreciate you thank you so much yeah thank you for having me everybody else listening thank you guys appreciate um all, again all the love all the ratings and the reviews um please give it up for taylor stone she's amazing go check all of her um you know her her uh brand online her programs her podcasts everything she's putting in a lot of work this stuff is not easy um she's shaking her head like yep <laughs> and she's willing to do the work um so and I appreciate each and every one of you guys for her, for me, Matt Gottesman, for the show, Hustle Sold Separately. We are out.